0: Hello and welcome back to the Future Work Life Podcast. I'm Oli Henderson and I'm currently a few episodes into my top 20 lessons since I started this show in October 2020. And today I'm talking about flexible work. So I think the opinions of many people about flexible work have changed since COVID. I think broadly speaking we've become more accepting that it can be a good thing but as I speak in the summer of 2022 there are more and more companies who are starting to mandate that people return to the office on a certain number of days of the week so I thought I'd address this subject of flexibility and why actually it should be a mark of success so to do that two people who know what they're talking about here. The first is Stephanie Nardi Olson. She has created her company, We Are Rosie, over the past five years as a business which welcomes people looking for a flexible approach to work. And it's safe to say it's done pretty well. So uh, she's grown rapidly over the past few years. They're one of the fastest growing businesses in the marketing industry.
1: I think of COVID as accelerating the inevitable. Like We were on this track people were tired of corporate America. I mean, we really hadn't evolved corporate work in over a hundred years. Like the nine to five Monday through Friday was kind of invented and codified over a hundred years ago. And at that time it was actually an improvement in terms of the number of hours people were expected to work, but we've just held on to that. And these were like factory workers that it was created for, but like, we're not manual laborers in corporate, right? We are intellectual laborers. And we haven't changed the way we work to embrace, you know, the evolution of technology and the type of work that we're doing in corporate. And so I think that we were just so long overdue for kind of um, evolutionizing the way that work happens. So that was kind of sitting there and people were asking about it. Like people were saying, gosh, can I do a job share? Can I Mm -hmm. go down on the number of hours that I work after I have a baby? Can I work remotely because I'm caring for a sick parent? And across the board, in marketing, almost unequivocally, they're being told no. They're being told it's impossible. And there were so many people sitting in a very frustrated seat, right? They need to work. They want to work. They care about this industry. But they couldn't work in a way that made sense for their lives. And COVID lifted the veil, right? All of the stuff that we had been told was bullshit, all of the excuses that we had heard, all, you know, the irony of like the companies that have created the technology that we all use to work from home, were not embracing a work from home (laughs) within their own, you know, four walls. And so to see them go virtual first, and now they'll be more committed to creating tech that will enable this way of working, whether it's fractional or seasonal or remote or whatever, um, bodes well for all of us. And so COVID lifting that veil, I, you know, I think it's we're not going to be able to, to go back because we've now all seen and there's so much power and the employees under, having that knowledge of like, well, actually, I've been doing my job just fine for two years from Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's really um, accelerated this process of companies adopting flex work um, and we're headed in that direction. And yes, we are Rosie has benefited from that. You know, we, we saw this trend before COVID. We were willing to bet our, our souls that if we could fight hard enough, we could create opportunity for people to work in a way that made sense for their lives. And we were in the perfect place at the perfect time when COVID hit and more and more people became open to thinking about new ways of work.
0: So that's Stephanie. Um, now my other guest is Annie Albach. She runs her consultancy Starling, but she literally wrote the book about Flex. It is called Flex. And uh, it's well worth checking out. She wrote it before the pandemic actually, but um, wrote an updated version to reflect some of the trends that she was seeing. And as she explained, you know, before 2020, Flex was kind of considered something you did if you didn't really care about your job that much, which of course is ridiculous. But now we can see how flexibility can add to things like creativity and productivity and also ultimately give companies access to better people, hopefully going to shift perceptions. Here's Annie talking about the benefits of Flex.
2: For so long, Flex was a mum thing and there was almost like a motherhood ghetto of Flex, which was that it would be um, mums that would request it and Often their request would be turned down. If it was um, accepted, then definitely I I experienced this feeling of of sort of moving onto a slower track and. The concept of the sticky floor, really, where you're, you know, we talk about the glass ceiling, but there's a sticky floor as well, which means Mm. that you're so grateful for the flexibility that you managed to negotiate that your career, you don't think as much about your career progression and you're just, you just stay where you are. Um, And part of that is because flex is not seen or hasn't been seen as something aspirational within a business or associated with success. And therefore, when you have leaders who model that behavior, um, who who um, deliberately talk, for example, if their parents deliberately talk about, you know what, I'm going to take time out because I need to be with my kid. Or who, um, I I talk in my book about the example of when we were all in offices leaving loudly. So saying, you know, I'm off now because um, I'm off to to make dinner for the kids or whatever it is. And so that's in the example of parenthood. Um, But, you know, other examples really just... um, associating flexibility with success yeah rewarding fathers for example that take parental leave um, showing that flexibility doesn't equate to a slow lane or out of start, out of mind or um, you know a, a different type of you know a, a lack of career progression but actually flipping the whole thing on its head and showing that making flexibility work is actually a sign of intense innovation (laughs) and also working at your very best, right? So telling stories of people who are working flexibly in all different ways, not just mums, you know, um, older people, um, young people who are doing stuff on the side um, maybe have different, different strings to their bow, um, people who are in the sandwich generation dealing with elderly parents and, and kids. You know, all these different types and models of flex and telling those stories in a really positive way will make it less of something to be ashamed of and more of something to celebrate and to, uh, to associate with success.
0: So flexible work... Hopefully we've changed our perceptions. If you were still on the fence, then maybe Stephanie and Annie have added a few little morsels for you to think about today. So thanks again for listening. I'll see you here again soon.